What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I was never really a private person, but now I know privacy is absolutely golden. After a calming hot shower, I walked into my room while drying my hair with a towel as I clutched another on my chest. The view from my balcony shocked me as it always did. I could see the city's lights like fireflies in the summer. Our neighborhood was on a hill with a cliff that gave us the best view in the city. My floor-to-ceiling windows had the best view in the house, which is why I called dibs on this room before my siblings could get their hands on it. It was a beautiful room to take pictures in. Pictures of me and my friends, but mostly me, decorated the walls of my room. I opened the glass door to my balcony to let some fresh air in and heard loud rustling coming from the bushes below. I figured it was my parents in the garden, so I didn't give it much thought at the time. I turned to my bed where my pajamas were laid out. After changing quickly, I shut the balcony door and closed my sheer turquoise curtains. I stayed up a long time, laying in bed and scrolling through the pictures I took earlier that day to decide which ones to post online and listening to music. Posting pictures of myself online had become a habit that I actually quite enjoyed. Something about hearing my phone buzz with notifications of likes and comments felt good. When I removed my earbuds to go to sleep, I heard a light tapping sound coming from my window. I figured it was a branch tapping against the glass because of the wind, so I turned my back to it and went to sleep. The following night when I turned off the light, I saw a faint blinking red light coming from behind my curtains. It was accompanied by the tapping noise, but now it was louder and apparently more urgent. It sounded as if someone was on my balcony, but it couldn't be. How would someone get on it? I figured the light must be coming from a house below the hill and drifted off to sleep. I want to kick myself every time I think back to how naive and oblivious I was. Every night I saw the blinking red light and heard the tapping sound, some days fast and loud, some days slow and faint. It was starting to keep me up. It started appearing in my dreams. If I dreamt I was at school, the lights would suddenly turn red. If I dreamt I was on the beach, the sun would turn red. I was very stressed with bags under my eyes, and I went through my days dreading having to go to sleep, looking at the clock every five seconds with nervousness. My friends noticed I looked terrible and was always in a drowsy state, so they picked me up in the car and took me shopping. As we walked down a busy shopping street with elbows hooked, I started feeling much better. The weather was beautiful and warm, and my parents had given me plenty of money to spend because they thought I was just sad. I didn't tell them about the tapping or the light because they would have made me switch rooms. After walking out of yet another store with a purchase, I noticed there was an old man looking at me kind of weird. He was smiling at me, but then he pointed and laughed. It wasn't a mocking laugh. It was a sort of like a joyful laugh. I found it strange, but I honestly thought I was wrong and he wasn't looking at me. So I ignored him and kept walking. While walking past a video game store, I heard my name shouted. Samantha, said a voice in the store. My friends and I turned and we saw a big group of teenage boys. They all slightly resembled geckos, all pale and thin and slimy looking. They were staring at me with dumbfounded smiles on their faces and huge surprised eyes. Can I get a pic with you? 
A short boy near the back of the group asked. Before I could reply, slid an arm over my shoulders and rested his grubby little hand on my shoulder, snapping a picture of the both of us. Great, thanks, he said. Around five other boys did the same and took pictures of me and with me. They must follow me on social media, I thought. Wait, why exactly do you boys want a picture with her? One of my friends asked. They probably follow my page, I said. Yeah, we love your page, one of them said. But we like your private page <laughs> much more. Another laughed. What other page? I only had a public page, so I was confused. But one of the boys showed me on his phone, and my stomach sank. There were dozens of videos of me sleeping. I saw myself stretching, scrolling on my phone, and then going to sleep. The videos with the most likes were the ones of me looking at the window angrily when it didn't let me sleep. I was shocked. I felt watched. I felt like every piece of me was posted for anyone to see. My hands went numb and I dropped the boy's phone in shock. Hey, he shouted. I ran as fast as I could back to my friend's car, where I sat on the floor of the parking lot to try to calm down. My head was spinning. There was someone watching me as I slept? A stranger? Who knows what kind of creep was outside my window? I imagined some dirty, sloppy-looking person with greasy hair and slimy fingers. What else did they do? I did everything in that room, from working out, to doing homework, to changing my clothes. When my friend found me, I was crying and shaking. On the way home, I sat on the floor in the back seat, somehow afraid of the creep seeing me, whoever it was. As soon as I got home, I ran to my room and started blocking the windows. I stuck books, notebooks, and even some clothes to the windows and balcony door. I was still shaking. Some sunlight seeped in, and so would the cursed red light. I was about to hang up a towel on top of everything when my mom came into my room. Sam, what are you doing, sweetie? She looked at my window, confused. I, um, I wanted to watch a movie, but there's too much light to see my screen. I lied. Okay, then, she laughed. But clean all that up later. It looks terrible. As soon as she walked out, I closed the door and collapsed on my bed. I felt dirty for some reason. I didn't take the stuff off the window, but when night fell, the blinking light came back. My white towel looked red from the light. I felt like screaming or opening the window to see who was harassing me. But fear paralyzed me at the same time. I felt like I had been lying there for hours when I finally got up. I tiptoed out of the room and down the stairs. The couch in the living room is where I settled. There was no taping. There was no red light. And I finally relaxed. A cold draft woke me up. And when I opened my eyes, I saw the blinking red light. In the corner of the room, I saw a tall silhouette holding a video camera. The silhouette held up a hand and wiggled its fingers as if saying, Hi there. I screamed at the top of my lungs loud in terror. I heard hurried footsteps upstairs and my parents came running down turning the lights on, and when they did, the silhouette was gone. The backyard patio door was wide open. My parents rushed over to the couch and hugged me, asking what had happened. My brother and sister came downstairs as well, but my parents told them to get back to bed. What happened, Sam? My dad asked me. A shadow? There was some- there was someone watching me! I stuttered. Someone watching you? My mom asked. I started crying as I began to tell them what had been happening for some time. Why didn't you tell us? My dad demanded as I cried. 
I only found out what it was today. Look! I showed them the page, which I followed with a fake profile. My mom gasped, and my dad called the police immediately. I'm so scared! I cried to my mom. From that day forward, it became a ritual to lock every door and make sure it was locked at least five times. We bought huge plywood panels that we put on the window at sundown and took off when the sun rose. But it was always my dad who put them on and took them off, as I was always scared that I'd uncover my window to find someone staring at me. Despite the window being completely covered, I hid under my blankets and covered my entire body with them. I surrounded myself with pillows for comfort and started wearing very loose, baggy clothing everywhere I went. I didn't feel comfortable taking pictures anymore. I'd take them, look at them, and find myself dissecting them. For the first time, my mind wandered to the people on the other side of the screen. The dangerous people. The creeps. I felt watched wherever I went. Even while in the backseat of a car, I ducked down, thinking people were watching me. Paranoia followed me everywhere I went. A couple weeks later, my parents found a new house for us. It wasn't just for me. My family didn't feel safe anymore. Rustling in the bushes from a rabbit made the five of us jump during dinner. On moving day, I felt light as I put all of my belongings in boxes. I nearly jumped for joy as I carried the boxes containing my life into a truck and just felt like life could finally go back to normal, with a few slight differences, of course. We installed a security camera in the new house and had cameras outside. I felt like I could finally move on from this traumatic episode. Being surrounded by boxes in a truck felt almost therapeutic. I heard my mom calling to me to go help pack some kitchenware, so I jumped off the back of the moving truck. Then I heard someone going, psst, in the distance. I looked up towards my neighbor's front yard, and in the hedge separating our yards, I saw the light. The cursed, blinking red light. I froze in place and watched in horror as a figure emerged from the hedge. It was a woman. She was very pale, strangely slim, and easily three heads taller than me. Her hair fell down to her waist. Her eyes were huge, and her smile still haunts me. Her smile reached her ears on both sides, while her eyes showed no emotion. She slowly took out a small camera, besides the chunky black one with the blinking red light, and snapped a picture of me as I stood paralyzed. Then, she sprinted towards an old bike and biked away at record speed. I finally let out a scream, which caused my mother to come running outside. I saw her, I said. Who did you see, Sam? My mom asked, afraid. The blinking red light.